the big ones for us are, do you have the same value system? Mm. Do you have the same value system? Because I do know we're on a mission. And when you're on a mission, you got to have people with the same value system. And because guess what? It's not always going to be easy. That's true. So we want people that are on this journey with us that have that same value. So that way, when we do get into it and we do, we are climbing the proverbial mountain down the road that we're going to be able to look at each other and go, yes, we're doing this under the same values. And for us, we have four core values, which is. That is Will Bartholomew. He is the founder of D1 Training. And what he's talking about there is why the values matter so much. Because when you're in the franchise business or any business for that matter, the good times are there and the tough times come too. And those values play such a critical role to get through those challenging times. And you got to be on the same page with your partners. And that's part of the franchise business. It's not just something you go invest in. They're investing in you and their time with you as well. That's an important piece to this is building those partnerships. Now you're listening to the CloseTheDeal.com podcast. I'm your host, Yule Smith, and we're talking with entrepreneurs and franchisors and those guys, they're sharing their journeys with you, the challenges and the successes to guide you. Now you're listening to a special edition of your first franchise. And if you've ever considered a franchise, you're going to get a playbook with that franchise that's going to guide you. And along that, with that guidance, you're going to need a team of people like Will behind you, well, no matter what franchise you're looking at. And to learn more about the franchising business, check out yourfirstfranchise.com. Yourfirstfranchise.com. Now let's begin the show. Will, I want to welcome to your first franchise. You're based in Nashville, right? I am. I'm in Nashville, yeah. Tennessee. Were you at the game with Dolly Parton just recently? <laughs> Man, I was not. That was a special moment. I, I, uh, I have a, a, um, a very deep passion for the Tennessee Vols. I played at the University of Tennessee, so I, uh, yeah, I hit them all in. And uh, the fact that we, we scored the first play and then didn't do anything after, I, I would have been just miserable the entire time. Peyton looked very happy doing, yeah. he, got the, he got the honor to walk her out. Yeah, that was great. So I love asking this question. If you have a vendor you're working with to help with your business in the franchise business, we can talk about it in a second. Where would you take them to dinner in Nashville? Where do you, where, to entertain them so you can do business? Oh man, I'm a steakhouse guy. I long lineage of fullbacks and steaks. Love a good steak. I would probably go to Hall's Steakhouse or Perry's Steakhouse here in Nashville. I'm a I'm a martini person, so I like to get my martini and my steak and the glass of wine and hear a piano. Those are the things I love, man. That's- it reminds me of my recruiting experience when I went, yeah, uh, University of Tennessee. They take you to the nice steakhouse. You feel all special and important, and so I love that. That's a good tradition to keep going for you for your business too. All right. This is my, this is actually my favorite question. What are you grateful for? Who or what are you grateful from the past that helped you get you where you are today? Oh man. What a great question. First of all, I I commend you for asking that because being grateful is such a, yeah, that's what you want your kids to be grateful. You want 
your family to be grateful. You want yourself and, and to be grateful, you have to be grateful first. Mm-hmm. Right. And I actually spend 10 minutes a day, every day, um, speaking out loud what I'm grateful for. Wow. That's awesome. It's part of my daily routine and, and it just gets me in a mindset. And one of the things I'm super grateful for, and there are a lot of things, but one of the things I'm super grateful for is my problems. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds interesting, but I'll actually start naming them out and going, man, I'm super grateful for that this is happening because I'm going to learn from this. I'm super grateful for this is the, the trials that I'm going through here because I'm grateful for it. What I have found in my, my athletic career and my business careers, there's moments when you, you, you would call them an injury or you would call them a downfall or a letdown or whatever. Those tend to uh, be the moments when you pour gratefulness on it that you learn from those so much and they shape me into who I am. But just to answer your question directly, I'm most grateful for my family. My wife, I'm about to celebrate my 25th year of marriage. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. And I got three kiddos. I got two D1 athletes, one that plays at University of Tennessee soccer, and a football player at Vanderbilt. And then I have a freshman in high school. He's playing football and basketball. And so, man, I'm just super grateful for my family. And it's amazing how quickly and how fast it goes. Boy, it, it certainly does. And the being the grateful part, uh, yeah, your family's comes first. And then being grateful for your challenges. I've come to appreciate that over life. And I know that helped craft your being to where you are sitting in that chair with the D1 shirt on today. Yeah. You want to share how that came about? Yeah. And it, it started at a young age. When I was in eighth grade, I tore my ACL mm-hmm. and I had some doctors tell me I'd never play football again. And because of that moment, I poured myself into the weight room and into shaping my body so that I could play. And if it weren't for that moment, I probably wouldn't be running a, a training facility company called D1. Because what happened to me after that was like, man, I can really shape my body to this. And then went on to uh, the University of Tennessee. I had a, a great time there. got to play with Peyton Manning, uh, be captain of the team at the University of Tennessee, um, go in the NFL to the Broncos. And I blew my knee out like, um, again when I was with the Broncos. And that really set me up uh, to start this business. And because of that setback, I was able to write the business plan and it gave me time to go, what do I want to do with my life if football's not a part of it? And so I started the business from that. And then fast forward so many setbacks within the business. I lived through 08, 9, 10. Mm-hmm. I lived through a recession. I lived through a pandemic. And I think those moments of, of those setbacks, you really learn a lot about yourself and who you are and what your character is. And what you're going to do when your proverbial backs against the wall or you're overcoming something and just super grateful for those moments. Don't necessarily want to go through them all the time. I agree with you there. <laughs> I enjoy like sitting at everything going well and sitting by Martini versus you know, everything's not going well. But man, just grateful for those times and that the perseverance and the character that honestly, my, my parents shaped me at an early age and then so many great coaches and mentors along the way. So clearly you saw 
a problem in the marketplace that led you to do one. What was that? What was the epiphany? It's okay, this makes sense. Yeah, I think it was when I, so when I blew my knee out, when I was in the pros, I came back home to Nashville and I was trying to find a place. I was using a community center to lift when they were getting mad at me when I was dropping the weights and it was too loud. <laughs> it said, I needed a place to go where it was like people really pushing towards a goal. I needed a place to go where it was like a, a community of people reaching, running after a goal. And I really reflected back on my uh, middle school, high school career when I blew my knee out the first time. And I was like, man, I needed that place. And I was fortunate enough that there was a volunteer coach at my high school who trained me. But I was like, man, imagine all these athletes that can have access to this. So I really built the business on the middle school, high school kid with them in mind. Going, man, they need a place to go there and have a coach who's going to encourage them, give them a, a program, give them a nutrition plan, inspire and motivate them to reach their goals. That's why I started the business. And for me, like when I look back and go, the need, I was, I didn't really realize that there was such a big need out in the community when I was starting it, but I just knew that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And this brand, and I would say, we're becoming a, a brand um, now is really servicing as being the place for the athlete where the athlete can come and get all their needs met. And talk about the business model, because I know you all, obviously you serve athletes, but you also serve other people like myself, 57 years old, yeah. looking for a gym, right? Yeah. Share a little bit about the business model. Here you all feel. Yeah. So, so the business model, we service our mission statement is to be the place for the athlete. And we define an athlete as anyone who's dedicated uh, to a sport or fitness and has a goal mm-hmm. and has a goal. If you're just going to work out with no goal in mind, that's to me, that's just, you're going for an experience or going for whatever other need you have. But when you have a goal, like, Hey, I want to, I want to get to this body fat. I want to, I want to be able to run the, the, the tough mutter. I want to be able to run the marathon or play with my kids. That's a goal. And much like a, a middle school athlete who goes, Hey, I want to start on the high school football team or make the, be the, the starter on the soccer team. That's the way we look at it. We look at it as an athlete. And so I started out training this middle school high school kids and it, it quickly attracted some pro athletes. Uh, you've probably seen on our website how many pro athletes. And then it attracted a lot of adults going, man, if Peyton Manning's getting results like this, if Tim Tebow, then maybe this is the place for me as well. We got a lot of adult athletes that are coming in and learning how to train this way and wanting to train that way. And, and they really enjoy the environment. And I will say the underpinning, people might not be able to articulate it, but this is how we would articulate it. The underpinnings of why people come to us is because they want to be inspired and motivated to reach their goal. They want to be inspired and motivated. And I think when you walk into a D1, you got the bumping music, you got the coaches that are super energetic and yes. they got a customized program to help you reach your goal. Like you, all of a sudden you're like, Hey, this is a place where I go to reach my goal and to be inspired and motivated. Not this isn't a military boot camp where you just get beaten down to see if you quit. Yeah. No, I mean, we're trying to tough, but we're going to inspire and motivate you. And I think you're going to get some of those 
characteristic that would happen in a military environment where it's, man, the same thing that happened to me in a college environment where you learn discipline, you learn respect, you learn perseverance, how to go through a tough workout, show up the next day. And so all of those things are why people keep coming. Man, I, I wish I had been something like that growing up when I was a kid. Cause yeah. I, I, who knows where I would have been. I loved sports, but I did not have that guidance or that type of off the field guidance to, to learn the, the gym. And heck, I got hurt my senior year in a car accident. They didn't even talk mm-hmm. about PT. And yeah. the, the, the doctors like, go rest. I'm like, I'm 18 years yeah. old and telling me to go rest. You yeah. going to LSU? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you're telling me to rest? I'm like, so yeah. I started going to the gym. And it's been a life at that, in that car accident, like big challenge. That was my thing to start getting me to overcome a a bulging disc in my lower back. And ever since then, it's become, it's a lifelong habit, but they did not have a gym, anything close to what you have today. That's awesome. The business, uh, okay. So uh, what is it like when somebody goes in? I know you, you talked about the music and so forth. What's, what is the customer? What's the pathway for the customer? What does that look like? Just I'm just curious for myself. Yeah, sure. So it all starts with our why. If a customer comes in, we want to know why you're, why you're there, which ultimately, as I just said a minute ago, our, our why is to inspire and motivate you to reach right. your goal. Mm-hmm. Now, how do we do that? We do that with uh, eight-week training cycle programs. So okay. peer periodization program. You're going to do it with, everyone's going to work with a coach. Gotcha. Um, so you're going to have a coach assigned to you. You're going to be able to consume that in three different ways. You can do large group training. So we'll put you in a group setting. You can do semi-private up to four people with one coach, or you can do one-on-one wow. coaching. And then you're going to have first-class training facilities with turf, racks, weights, similar to a D1 college. Yeah, it is. But ultimately, ultimately what we do is we train athletes. That's gotcha. what we do. We train people. Gotcha. gotcha. All right. So... What is that? So somebody considering this as a business, a franchise investment, what is the investment level to get into this? And then we can talk about the revenue level and then the other layers of support that you provide. Yeah. So it's a, the investment range, it ranges anywhere from three hundred dollars to $700,000. You can check out our FDD. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the delta there is your build-out cost, right? So your tenant improvement allowance. Mm-hmm. And from... When you're stepping back and you're looking at an investment, you want to make sure you take into account all of those things. And then from a revenue standpoint, our, our AUVs are in the 600,000 plus range. And mm-hmm. so you can look at that in the FDD as well. And so for us, when, when you start looking at it, you go, man, the business model has to make complete sense for you to make a return on your investment. And then the business model also has to make sense from a community impact standpoint. We're looking for people that are not just about the dollars and cents. Don't get me wrong. The dollars and cents have to make money and they have to make sense. But the community impact and the heart behind giving back to these communities is so important. And I'm a big believer in you've got, you have to give first to get. And so when you're giving to your community and you're bringing up 
D1 business to your community. You're giving athletes a, a, a place and a home to come reach their goals. Then you're going to, you're going to receive a lot and, and the community is going to get back to you. What does the support look like? So, okay. So somebody says, okay, I'm interested. They talk to franchise consultant. What does the support look like once they sign the, sign the line and start working with you? Yeah. yeah. I'm, we're heavily invested in our field support. We basically handhold our owners through the real estate site selection process. Okay. And then once actually right before they get open, we jump them into pre-sales. And so our pre-sales comms are actually daily. We speak daily with the facilities. Once they get open, we do a weekly cadence with our owners. And that keeps a nice rhythm. It keeps us in, in great touch with the owners. All of these conversations are, are around KPIs. Mm-hmm. We're big about measuring the numbers. Much like a good strike coach would do, he's going to measure you by the numbers and be there to support and encourage you. And you know, when you're down, lifts you up. Uh, when you're super excited, to keep fanning that flame. And that's how we're going to be supporting every one of our owners. And it, it's important for anyone who's considering a franchise out there that they have a great consultant like yourself. Mm-hmm talking to them about the different opportunities in franchising and then also the levels of support because I think ultimately if people are awarded a franchise and they end up coming into it, the D1 system, it, it's not it's not about Will's story and Will's passion. It's about the business system that's right. going to support them to carry out the mission of the whole business. Right. The whole business. And it's important for them to understand what all they're getting through people like you. And I've seen, so I've, I've, I've experienced it from the outside looking in, watching the launch of the D1 in my backyard here in New Orleans. And right. every day, your, your, your guy, I don't know his name yet, the guy who's running, <laughs> he's, he's out there running the Instagram, running the, the social media channels, and he's doing a great job, and the gym is full. <laughs> and yeah. It's open, and it's full. And I'm like, geez. So that works. It's rocking. It's rocking down there. Yeah. And that's the uh, key, what you just said, said right there is that it works. Yeah. It's tried and true training. It's, we're not a fad. We're not a bunch of mirrors. No, not going away. Do, uh, college not, not going away. <laughs> yeah. We're, and no, and, and you know what's not going away is enrichment for your kid. That's right. Investing in your kid. It's interesting if you look back at kind of our numbers and you start looking at 08, 9, 10, or you look, through uh, a pandemic period, people invested more money um, into their kids at that time because when times do get tough, you start thinking about what you care about the most and, and the money flows that way. And we saw that um, from our vantage point. And you all have a great track record for even kids going from through your program to college football to the pros. Yeah. Look, we, <laughs> we're very... Uh, Upfront about this, we provide the D1 experience. Yes, I'm not saying uh, it, every it's athlete part of the pathway. There's no question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we provide the D1 experience, and I think that's really important because guess what? There's not, and you, as you would you would imagine, not every athlete that comes and trains at D1 is going to go on to D1. Yes, yeah, we've had we have plenty of kids that go on to D1. And not every athlete that's goes to D1 is going to go pro. 
Yep. But the one thing that we provide is them to maximize their ability. Yeah. And that's the one thing I want my kids. I want my kids to have every opportunity to reach their full potential mm-hmm. athletically. And so that's what we are providing. Gotcha. What does the ideal candidate look like for you all from your perspective as a, yeah. when you're considering somebody, you say, yeah, I'll, I'd like to do this. Yeah. So the ideal candidate outside of, I would say, got to pass a couple of tests and just like, hey, do you have the investment capital? Do you know what type of business? After you get through the cursory, um, you know, check marks, the big ones for us are, do you have the same value system? Mm. Do you have the same value system? Because I do know we're on a mission. And when you're on a mission, you got to have people with the same value system. And because guess what? It's not always going to be easy. That's true. So we want people that are on this journey with us that have that same value. So that way, when we do get into it and we do, we are climbing the proverbial mountain down the road that we're going to be able to look at each other and go, yes, we're doing this under the same values. And for us, we have four core values, which is be a team player. Mm -hmm. See, we're a team here at D1 and you have to have passion for your work. You have to be very passionate about what we do. You have to find a way to make a smart play. You got to make smart plays. You got to make smart plays. And then the last one, you got to have D1 character. Yeah. Character are those words I said earlier, words like perseverance and respect and discipline. We, that's what I as- aspire to have in my life. That's what I want my teammates to have. That's what I want my franchisees to have. And at the end of the day, that's what I want every athlete to have that comes to D1. So all yeah. those athletes in New Orleans, they're just sharpening that character every time they walk in those doors. And I've been to the Manning Passage Academy. You all are partners. Yeah. So that's, that's right. Down the road, not too far at Nichols uh, University here mm-hmm. in Louisiana. So you all just do this right. And by the way, I, that was fascinating watching that as a spectator. It's interesting. The first time I was down there, we're staying on the sidelines. And when they first started, they wanted to do a speed clinic and they would take a couple athletes out and they'd have a coach do a speed clinic. And so I, when Peyton got involved in the business, I, I went down to the camp to coach and then we're standing there watching it and he, Hey, you think, you think we could get maybe a quarter of the athletes straight out here versus just a few and demonstrate drills for all these athletes up in the stand. Yeah. And I, I was like, you know what? I think we could do them all at once. And he's like, no, no way. It's a lot of kids on this field. And I'm like, there's 12, by the way, there's 1200 athletes. Yeah. It's a lot. I think we can, I think we can pull it off. I, classic pullback fashion. I hadn't fully thought it through. But like, yeah, we pulled it off and now we've been doing it. I think this will be our 15th year that we've been running the speed and agility for the Manning Passing Academy. And so we run 1,200 athletes every it's year to open the camp. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. And Cooper keeps it quite entertaining, by the way. <laughs> Man, he's funny, isn't it? He's hilarious. <laughs> All right. What is your vision going forward for the business? Yes, that's broad, but I think, I think when I think about the vision, I think about anything that can help our mission, which our mission is to be the place for the athlete. And the place doesn't mean the exact four walls for the athlete, but the place for anything, the place where you would get your content, the place where you would buy certain things to become a better athlete, the place where you would want to take your athlete and, and have keep those types of people invest in them. So for us, 
the vision is really to be holistically for the athlete. And so that's what we're on a mission for is to inspire these athletes to reach their goals. And so if there's anything that we can do to help them reach their goals, that's what we're about. Absolutely. All right. Top advice for someone considering a franchise, what any franchise really, just hopefully yours, what's the advice you give somebody so they can reach their potential so they can actually see the possibilities become reality? Yeah. I think the number one thing is, well, I, I look at it in a couple of different ways. And this has held true in my life, which is one, get really clear on what your value system is, mm. what your personal value system is. And make sure you pick a franchise that, that matches that. Because I think a lot of times we can get out of whack because we get excited about the business opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think the value system has got to align first. The business, habit, that is a, that, and then that has to happen as well, but the, the value systems first. And then also, I'm a big believer in, in jockeys, not the horses. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get to know the people behind the business there you go. and know them well. And because processes are amazing, but people at the end of the day are what drive, are drive business. Absolutely. That's the perfect place to button this up. Folks, if you're interested in a D1 franchise, get, reach out to me. I'll be working with Will and his team. You can check out yourfirstfranchise.com, yourfirstfranchise.com. Will, this has been a lot of fun, and I just um, enjoy watching what you guys do. Enjoy watching the unveiling of the location here in New Orleans. Y'all have done a phenomenal thank job. Man, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate anybody that's exploring this and thank you for having me on and talk to you soon. Thank you, Will. And that is a wrap with Will Bartholomew. And you know, the guidance that he just shared is really universal. Doesn't matter if it's franchise business, starting your own business or buying another business. Talking about the values that lay the foundation for their entire business. And that's invaluable. That is so important when you're looking at any franchise. That's good advice to follow. And I'll, and I'll share this with you. He and I spoke a little bit further after we had our conversation. And I let him know, literally, I was, was talking about the, the D1 that just opened up in New Orleans. I cannot escape them on social media. And that made his day. So, uh, folks, if you're considering a D1 franchise, check out yourfirstfranchise.com and hit the contact us button and I'll be in touch. Now, you know the drill. Be intentional and make today. A great day. Bye-bye.